Today is February 6, 2017. This episode is brought to you by Bow Bar Liquor. With eight fabulous locations in the San Diego area, stop in for this week's special. Night Train Express Fortified Wine. This train yard favorite comes in a 750 milliliter bottle for only $5.99. Come and get Bobard. This is the We Do Not Know podcast, episode number 02. My name is Ricky, joined as always by... George or Jorge. Let's go with Jorge. I'm okay, gonna... we'll go with Jorge. 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 What's up, man? Nothing, man. How are you? Good Lord. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm good. happy to be here. Yeah, exciting weekend, and, and I'm... You know, I'm glad I'm here now. Be able to talk about it. Yeah, me too. I for a minute there, I didn't think I was going to be here, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. And I should explain. I, I I got sick. I got sick last Thursday, going into Friday, and it ruined my weekend. Yeah, that can always do that to you. Yeah, it's a bummer. I had to cancel the SoCal Retro Video Game Convention. Oh yeah. I was so looking forward to that. I was going to take videos and notes and talk about it. And that is completely out now. So I done. What are you going to do? Right? Yeah. Nothing. And then uh, I missed the Super Bowl party. You did. I had to watch it at home. I made French fries. You made French fries. Yeah. Yeah. They were delicious. Oh man. Yeah. That was the part that was irking me. Like at home having chicken soup thinking man i could be having burgers and fries and god knows what else it was ridiculous i ate too much like i need to change my life <laughs> it made me realize that i need to change my life really wow. adjustments have to be made adjustments need to yeah need to happen you're like heavy breathing yeah i was oh, in man. your 30s it's like wheezing chest asleep. pain yeah yeah um, so yeah i need to, irritable I need to bowel syndrome that. yeah <laughs> ibs ibs yeah it's, it's, no joke. it's a real it's a real issue we shouldn't laugh mm-hmm. So what's going on? What do we got today? What's well, on the agenda? D- dude, honestly, I was, I had this whole agenda yep. and it was all set up and ready to go. And right before we start recording, Jorge pulls out his phone, breaking news. Mm-hmm. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan is officially hired as the 49ers head coach. Wow. Just learned this. So we're kind of stoked. Yeah, super stoked. Mm-hmm. That's why if you sense energy, that's where it's from. Yep. I'm so excited right now. So happy. Um, really, really stoked to hear that. Oh, man. I I was so hoping. Like, part of me was like, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be like the letdown and disappointment from that is going to be, I don't know. Yeah, because at that point, who who's out there? There's you nobody know, left. Yeah, there's nobody left. They're just yeah. going coachless. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like all right. Well, we didn't have a GM for a while, no, so, so like, eh, no coach. They can deal with it. Just have the offensive coordinator, and they'll figure it out. Yeah, just do like schoolyard plays, like you know, right? Whoever. I mean, also we won't have a QB, so I don't know who who's calling the plays even then. That would be an interesting season. Yeah. No, QB, no QB, no, no coach, no nothing. No coach. Yeah, let's let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, especially hot off the heels of uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, watching that offense was was awesome. I mean, obviously it, it ended not so good for them, but yeah. But that was an exciting offensive um, showcase by the Atlanta Falcons and and our new head coach. What a game! Yeah, what a game! One of the best, if not the best, Super Bowls I think I've ever seen. Yeah, man, I agree. One of the greatest comebacks in NFL history, the biggest comeback yep. in Super Bowl history. Yep. And I don't know if probably the biggest choke job in the history of sports. 
by the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. I mean, well, there was that three and one uh, Golden State Warriors last season. Right. You know, yeah. so, you know, I think it's up there with that. It's up job. there, dude. It, yeah. And you know what? All in one year, we yeah. had yeah. the three and one in basketball. Yep. We had a three and one in baseball. Yep. The Indians were up three yep. to one. And then we have this, the Super Bowl. Yeah. My God. And I was thinking that as it was happening. And I wanted to talk about it. How much of that was a choke job versus the Patriots? I mean, I know you can't take anything away from the Patriots. No. They made plays. They mm-hmm. did. But it, when you look at it, so many things had to go a certain way for that t- to go down the way it did. I mean, on on that last Falcons possession where they looked like they were actually going to score, mm-hmm. uh, they they were in field goal range. And then... Matt Ryan gets sacked and then there's a holding yeah. penalty. I mean, yeah. Like how many, like just he, shooting yourself in the foot. And if, if he throws that ball away. Yeah. Then they would field goal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Different, and then uh, Steve Young outcome. was talking about it after the game and he goes inexcusable, you know, Steve. Young. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like a seven step drop in that situation with, you know, third down with, yeah. Them showing blitz. Yeah. Why are you doing a seven-step drop? Like, there were so many things that they did trouble me about that, especially because yeah. Kyle's going to yeah. be our head coach now. So it was a cause for concern, but obviously the upside, the 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 pros far away the cons at this point. Yeah, that was one one play in, in what seemingly was a great offensive game by them. Oh, yeah, their game plan was on yeah. point. Yeah, it, but that defense just did not step up when they needed to. No, it was at some point it just looked like. Well, I mean, at the at our Super Bowl thing, Alex was like, was talking about it about how the it seems like the players are in disbelief of what's happening right now, and they just could not process. Like, dude, we had the game, and it's about to slip out of our hands, and they just couldn't get to that point to say, "Hey, let, like, come on, guys, let's let's yeah. stop this." Yeah, I mean, how much of that is is them just taking their foot off the gas too. Yeah. Like we're up 28 to three. Like I, when they scored that touchdown to go up 20 to three, I remember looking at Marcy and going, this game's over. Yeah. That's what the, the general consensus was. I mean, it, that's it. Yeah. You know, 25 point lead going into the late into the, yeah, third, into quarter. the third quarter. Come on. I mean, it just does not happen. And then, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, if that was a movie and I watched that, I'd be like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I'd be shaking my head and going, this is complete bull crap. This can't, cannot happen. You know, like we we're quoting Casino. Yeah, yeah. Earlier. <laughs> yep, yep. And he went, he's like, you know, the odds are in the millions. It cannot happen. You know, I'm just yeah. imagining Ace Rothstein yeah. in my head telling me the odds of it and telling me how impossible it is that this is happening, but my God, did it, it happen? It happened. Oof. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I really did in that moment. I felt for the Falcon fans. Like they never won a Super Bowl, and now you're in the Super Bowl. You're up 28 to three. You're already th- making plans like the parade, oh, yeah. the parade, the party the ring. Oh, what's yeah. the ring going to look yep. like? Oh, you're just, you're already having those thoughts in your head and the, you the, cannot have those thoughts in your the head. The owner walked down to the sideline. Dude, the owner with the mustache, with the mustache and the pinstripe and, and the suit. He looked like a, like a Southern, like a cotton tycoon or something. 
like he owns a cotton gin. Plantation. You know he does. Yeah, yeah like uh, yeah, he just yeah. looked like a tycoon of some kind. Mm-hmm. Railroad. Yeah. Dental floss. Something. Cracker, a, he's a tycoon. Baron. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. A baron, a baron. Exactly. He has a, baron. Uh-huh, yeah. he has a scepter yeah. and like a carriage. <laughs> like owns he just like he didn't yeah. look of, like not of this time. Yeah. He, he like they plucked him out of 1930s. Time travel. Yeah, like yeah. his name is Pierpont or something. Wow, like okay. it just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he. I mean, yeah. And then just watching his face. Oh, I know. Yeah, he just was. Like, yeah, they kept showing it. And he's just like, this is this is happening. Yeah, like, th- this is. It was weird. Everyone, it's just happening. Yeah. I got a text from my friend, and he's just like, the Patriots are going to win this game, and it it was right after that. Absolutely phenomenal. You're gonna see it for the rest of your life. Replayed catch by Edelman. Edelman, yeah. Good lord, what a catch! Yep, that was just insane. I was watching that play, and there were like three or four plays on that drive where the ball should have been intercepted. Oh yeah, definitely. And that was one of that them. That was one of them. And I was just like, how how is this happening? That was some Madden stuff, it, dude. It yeah, was, that was very Madden. It was Madden esque. Yeah, uh-huh. The universe aligned. The yep. planets aligned, and. Tom Brady is just, I don't know, man, the luckiest man on the planet. The most, I don't know what it is, dude. Yeah. Just who the knows? Magic it touch. He just has it. He has it. Whatever it is. He has it. I don't he know has what. Copious, copious amounts yes, of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's just got <laughs> generous buckets, amounts. Buckets. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was, it was a crazy comeback. I, I just sat there after the game was done and, and we're all, you know, we're in a group of group setting and it was just like, People were talking, but I just I just sat there in silence for a second. Really? Yeah, just, I was just like, "What's hap- What just happened?" I I dude, it's funny. I didn't I didn't think about it till today. Like, what? When when your brother sent that text and he's like, "Did you guys yeah. have you guys processed what happened?" And I was like, "In truth, I hadn't." <laughs> like that was really until that moment. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. It was just an amazing thing to watch. Yeah, it really was. And and I mean. You know, I don't know how much more we can say about the game. Oh, you know what? Actually, before before maybe I, I was going to segue into the drones and whatnot. But what about what about the the touchdown? It looked like his knee and and the the ball kind of broke the plane. It's it a looked, tie, the tiebreaker goes to yeah the exactly, and that's that's it, what I I was saying. It's it's like in baseball where they the tiebreaker goes to yeah. the runner or like the guy that catches that give a defense. I'm sorry, an offensive player and a defensive player catch the ball at the same time. It goes to the offensive. The offense, yeah, it, it's just the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The tone it, felt weird though. Everybody was like, "Oh, touchdown!" And then, wait, am I walking out here? Did we win? Like nobody. It was. It was a weird feeling. And yeah, then, it was. Yeah. And I even had a thought like, "Oh, are, are they gonna? Are they gonna pull yeah. some shenanigans here?" And yeah, I thought shenanigans. It were. wouldn't have mattered. They would have scored on the next play yeah, anyway. Yeah, they were too close. It and was. It, it was just an inevitability. Dude. Yeah. 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 I. I, I don't see anything stopping that it was just nothing could have stopped it yeah that that last that final drive was like that they were aggressive they were risk-taking like you know they were going to get something out of it and that something was the win and they got it so there was no stopping that final drive yeah they were they were letting it all hang out as they say and they they just went for it dude and honestly when i saw that start and i it was right after god what play was it i want to say it was it kind of started after that pick six Okay. Even though the Falcons scored again yeah. after that pick six, I believe Tom Brady just had a different ferocity to him. He he was he looked he was like playing angry, and 
I don't know, man, there was just nothing. You could have parked the bus. They were going to get, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, there was yeah. nothing was going to stop that nothing from happening at that it, yeah. point. Once it went to overtime, they won the coin toss. It was like, this is, they're going to yeah. score. They're just going to walk down and score. Yep. That was really the Falcons last hope. Yeah. And was that did, coin toss. And they did nothing. Oh yeah. Because yeah, the defense, defense, defense was going to do nothing. They were gassed. Yeah. They was, were absolutely They needed gassed. that coin to flip the others other yeah. way. And just look, everything was against them at yep. that point. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, everything's just like, nope, sorry. You're not getting this one this time. Nope. Maybe in 10 years. What'd you think of that halftime show? Oh, I'm, I, so again, I was making French fries. I was on French fry duty. So I would, you know. Do you have a fryer? Yeah. Alex got a fryer. Like a deep. deep yeah. Fryer? It's a, you know, like a mini one. Okay. Um, Hello basket. Yeah. We, so we have one at home and we were starting to discuss during the early, the pre-discussions of Super Bowl eats and whatnot. Mm. I was telling Alex, dude, like, let's go just do burgers. It's like simple. Everybody likes burgers. And then usually we have chips. But I was like, eh, what about fries, dude? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so so he was like. He's like, no one ever says, how about fries? And then someone's like, no. Exactly. <laughs> no, nah, no, I don't like fries. Yeah. Who said, have you ever heard someone Never. say I don't like French fries? Like, I've heard people say I don't like pizza. Yeah. I've heard people, say, you know, things yeah. that are pretty much universally loved. Yep. Um, I don't like. What was the other one? Donuts. Um, what else is universally like loved? I, pizza for sure. Every, yeah, everyone loves pizza. That's one of them. Um, but French fries. No. And we want to know. We want to know. If you're out there, let us know. Yeah, Contact seriously. Us. If you're out there, I'd like to have you on the podcast. <laughs> yes, that would be a great hour. I'd like to find out more about you. Yep. So once the fries were agreed upon, um, he started getting more info from me. Like, how do you do it? What do you do? And... Um, girlfriend's mom gave us a fryer uh maybe a christmas or two ago really yeah so we were stoked. so it was your fryer no no well i was yeah i prepared like cleaned it up and then okay. um i text him i'm like hey so we need my fryer right and he's like no i already bought one what i know and so he i guess he's been looking for an excuse a reason to buy one he went all in yeah. on the, oh yeah on the frying yep yep so he's and then uh he, he you know he was stoked got the oil i just showed up the potatoes were already peeled five pounds what all consumed yesterday five pounds of potatoes peeled already yep consumed consumed mm-hmm. wow so that so yes i was on fry duty and i was glancing at at the halftime show i saw you know the beginning when she was on top of the stadium did you see the drones which i mean from far away that looked like a green screen to me it did to me too and i was like oh you know crazy and whatever so i'm watching it and and then uh, she jumped she jumped yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so then but I did, saw... did you hear the the news, though? Apparently, no. that jump was not real. Yeah, and that's what I thought, because was, there was a cutaway. Yeah, there was yeah, a cutaway. There was a cutaway, uh-huh. Yeah, so apparently, there's like a shot of her jumping, mm-hmm. but then in the actual stadium, she was like... Hanging. Hanging already. Yeah. Like, not well, even halfway up. Yeah, they when they... I mean, I was fooled. I was oh, completely... Oh, okay. completely, dude. Okay. It, cutaway or not, I was like, what? When she like jumped, you know, I was like, she did that. Because here's the thing, dude. Like Marcy, my wife, is super into Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And I've been exposed to a lot of Gaga, you know, the, her, her, just sort of her ideology mm-hmm. and stuff. She's the type of person that would do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she would do it. They probably were like, no. You, well, the, I mean, cl- the cabal of, of uh, you know hangers on would be like well there goes our paycheck if something goes wrong they're not gonna let her do it <laughs> that's true i hadn't even thought yeah, about man. that i i thought maybe there'd be like some law or something because that's just insane i mean she wanted to yeah it was her idea to be up there to begin with uh-huh. 
So, I mean, based on what I know, which isn't shit, but I mean, still just saying, I, I think she would have done it. But yeah, yeah I, I was completely fooled by it. Yeah, I, I, I knew I knew it wasn't real. Like the jump, at least. She probably, you know, onto a mattress, smelly mattress <laughs> up top of the roof. But then I saw the things, the drones. I didn't know there were drones. I thought it was like post-production, like green screen. Right, like some kind of technology that they'll announce afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that technology they used at the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Find out how it works tonight at 11. There you go. Right after a murder. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. But yeah, so I, that's what I thought. And then, you know, I, I was like, whoa, those are drones. That was crazy. Weird. How did you find out? I got a text from a friend of mine. He's like, that was hundreds of drones. <laughs> that sounds very ominous. Yeah, there was there was menace and okay. fear behind his, his words, <laughs> for sure. I'm in a bunker. I just found out. Yeah. <laughs> those were hundreds of drones. This is I hope you have message. the rations ready. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I found out this morning, listening to Howard Stern, that there were drones, um, I forget why he mentioned them, but he mentioned them. And yeah, uh, I mean, I was just like tripping out. Tripping yeah, out. me too. Did mm-hmm. Did you see the Amazon delivery drone? What was that about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the Alexa and yeah, the like, drone came. There's a Amazon Prime delivery drone. I was like, uh, what's what's that about? What's, what's going on with that? Um, I think we should shoot them <laughs> and then sell the stuff. But is that like an actual thing? I, I I read something like years ago or maybe months ago that it was going to happen, but I guess it's a it's a thing now. So there will be drones delivering yep. products yeah. to us. Yeah. Like, hey, I need a six foot auxiliary cable for my headphones for this podcast. What? Here comes a drone to drop it off. That's, That's weird and I don't like it. Dude, the future's going to a strange place. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the one thing though is if it can carry my cat litter... Up the stairs, I'm then uh, I'll I'll do it. Cat litter's heavy. How many how many how many pounds do you buy? It's I forget. It's just a big yellow Giant. box, and it sucks taking up stairs. Jesus. <laughs> so I feel bad for the Amazon guy that has to do it every couple of weeks. But thank you, dude. Oh, so you you just you just order it then? It's cheaper. Oh, okay. Yeah, they send it to your door. Yeah, I I you know come home from work, it's there. It's just sitting there. Yeah. And then, and then I complain. Of- yeah, it's like 25 pounds. And then I complain about dragging it in the house. Good Lord. <laughs> I know. Give me convenience or give me death. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, drones are scary. No, absolutely. I mean, at the same time, impressive, also terrifying. Yes. I was super, um, super uh, impressed by it. Yeah. Which, which, yeah, which like- leads me to my next question. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> um, after reading like reviews and hearing people talk about like the halftime show and all of the drones and the flying and everything. How hard are we to impress? (laughs) (sighs) I mean, apparently very, it just blows me away when like I see something that, I mean, it's amazing. Some of the stuff you see is amazing now. Say what you will about her music or whatever, the halftime shows in general, which are just kind of nuts mm-hmm. if you think about it. Like, I'm impressed. I'm I'm blown away by hundreds of drones and flying through the air. And uh, now, now finding out it's fake is kind of a letdown, I guess. But ultimately, I was... Very impressed by but it. But here's the thing: cool. is, is regardless, it's like wrestling. It's it's you know quote unquote fake, and I I actually I have the utmost respect for all the wrestlers throughout my childhood until now that do what they do. It's still real to me, damn it. 
But damn, it, dude, I, I was totally thinking about that. But, yeah, like, but it's thank but, you, thank you for what you do to your body. Yeah, and and that and I agree with that guy. But it's for entertainment, dude. Like we saw it. it oh, that was rad at that moment. At least for us. I mean, you know, the internet might be underwhelmed, but I mean, we were entertained by it. If it, it right. was a fake jump, whatever, it was a fake jump. But you know, do you think like people are really impressed and they just kind of pretend not to be? That's yeah, like, they, a, they, like, oh, this is cool. Oh, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah, it's uh-huh. like, I'm so above it all. Or yeah. Whatever. Like, uh-huh. it's like, I, a, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm above it all. That's, that's, that's the, um, the image they want to portray out there to their followers. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking. And, and going back to what you said, like that video that, yes. thank you for what you do. To yep. You know, I don't want to see another one. <laughs> the best, the best part of that video I don't know how many times you've seen it, yeah. but like the guys going on, right? And then they, they like cut to the, cut wrestlers, to the wrestler. Oh yeah, and the wrestlers are like, "Oh crap!" Like, take it easy, man. Yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah, take it easy, buddy. Take it easy, buddy. Yeah. And then, but like they cut back to the guy, and he starts breaking down. Yeah. And there's like a guy sitting behind him. Yeah. Who starts oh, yeah, yeah. like patting yeah. him on the shoulder, yeah, dude? Yeah. <laughs> That's like the best part of that video. If you dude. haven't seen it, uh, go to YouTube. It's it just. Just type in it's still real to me, damn it. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need to put. It's yeah. still real it's to still me. It's still real damn to it. me, damn it. This guy's at like a what is it, like a high school it's, gym? Yeah. Like a gymnasium. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And there's like a panel of wrestlers and he gets on the mic and just starts blubbering. And it's I mean great. it's it's sweet, yes, but exactly. it's also um it's just one of those perfect moments. Or thankfully somebody caught it yep. and filmed it because man, yeah, I, it's it's, br- it's brought me Endless amounts of pleasure and also like and entertainment. Also, um, relatability. Yeah, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, in a strange yeah, in way. In a strange way. There's yeah, because I mean, um, like, I laugh at the guy, right? Yeah, we all do. But at the same time, I can respect that. Yeah, I can respect his point of view and his passion. Yeah, that's that's what came across mostly. Yeah, that passion. the passion. Yeah, and I it's mean, like you know, you laugh or whatever because it is funny. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, that's cool, man. Like that's that's cool. cool. Yeah, he's just letting it out there. It's so hard. One of the hardest things, I think, to be is, especially with the whole above it all and yeah. the way we protect ourselves, it's really hard to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's really hard to to allow ourselves to be in a state where we can be ripped apart mm-hmm. like that. Just vulnerability in general. It's not, it's considered um, not tough. Yep. Not masculine yep. or whatever. Yep. Or not cool. Embarrassing. There's all these things that are attached to it. And and honestly, it's one of the bravest, most difficult things you could do is be vulnerable. Yeah. To allow that to show. Vulnerability to show in this day and age. Yeah, because in this it's rare. Everybody's putting up a front out there. Like Absolutely. they're tough. They're mm-hmm. the sexiest. They are above everything. They know it all. They do everything posturing yeah it's all posturing it's all posturing man and so to show vulnerability um you know then that respect comes one of the things that i've always like i'm a nerd i'll admit it you know i grew up one i've always been one one of the things i always loved about like conventions like that well maybe not in a gymnasium but like that is that you would meet other people like that and they were so fearless with their their passion whether it's comic books or whatever it is, anyone that's really passionate and you can see the passion and it's real and it's true. To me, that's, that's one of the best things. I mean, something real, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, 
it's so hard to find realness, to find passion and vulnerability. These things are, I don't know how we got to that, but, <laughs> yep. but it's just one of those things, man. Like it, it means so much to me these days in, in this day where everyone's projecting an image where people are being, um, you know, it's just bullshit posturing. Yeah. Online tough guys. Yeah. And, just and the keyboard cool girls. Yeah. The and, internet warriors. Uh-huh, exactly. And just, oh my gosh, everyone's trying to project this image that isn't who they are. No. Like when you see something that's real, you know it immediately. Yeah. You, you could sense it. You could, you could smell it. It's, it's real and you know it and you can recognize it immediately. And when you do, I think that's, when you see that, I think it's a great thing. And like all, jo- all laughs, all joking aside, I, th- I think it's, I think it's a great thing. Agreed. Sorry for <laughs> going way off but deep on that. Yes, one. we went off, but back to Gaga here. <laughs> Okay, bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Bringing it right back to Gaga. My, my, you know, as a as a person that grew up on, well, I grew up on jazz and classical, and then went found rock and roll, punk, all that good stuff that I love to this day. As someone that that like that's my my number one thing. I could, you know, I watching her sing live, like it's amazing. She has a great voice. She can play the keyboard, the piano. She writes her songs for the most part. Right, but to does. me, that's that's respect. You know, anybody that yep. that writes their own music plays it performs it that's respect it might not be my my type of music but i mean you know what you have 13 minutes to go up there and entertain yep. these people yeah. like you have to have some sort of talent and drive and passion to put that together and hold hold an audience for that long and to hold me the the fryer of fries <laughs> you know because i was fryer of fries because conversations were happening but i you know i was kind of watching as well right because I just wanted to see, <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to see, you know, just wanted to see in here. And yeah, man, like I got, I think it was a rad show, like put together well and, and I'm impressed. I'm, you know, I'm not one of those, whatever, I'm above it, people. I'm, I'm not too punk to say that I didn't enjoy it. Like that was cool. Right. I'm, am I going to go buy an album? Probably not. But, you know, I'm also not going to trash it because I, I don't know the work that went into that. So right. I can respect it. Yeah. And, and you, and you said it, she sang. Yeah. She actually sang. That's unheard of. I think Bruno Mars might have actually sang on on his, but yeah. for the most part, they Looked don't. Like yeah, they don't. And um, back to what you said about the whole being too punk. To mm-hmm. I honestly, I got to a point and I got to an age. I don't know when it was, but I started to think. You know, like in the whole punk thing is, we don't like stuff that's cool, right? Yeah. Or I mean, that yeah, was that's, yeah, that's part of that's it. part of it. Not so much, not really, not in the deep layers of punk, but like on the outside layers, the immediate, like, you know, when you're young, like when you're first getting into punk, it's like, it's anti-establishment, right? Mm -hmm. And so you don't like anything that's cool, but I think it's just as bad to not like something because it's cool or because it's popular. Like if you really like something, like it. What, what does it matter if it's pop? I mean, if you like something only because it's popular and you hate something only because it's popular, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. You're letting other people define you. You're letting other people determine things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I love this because it's popular. Because it's popular, yeah. Yeah, punks are like, no, we don't want to do that. We hate it because it's popular. You're doing the exact same thing. You're letting other people dictate your taste. You're yeah. letting other people, other people's beliefs project onto you and affect your life yeah and and eventually you're just you're doing the same thing the popular kids would do is go along with 
the majority, which is right. not what attracted me to punk. Exactly. To me, it was this different thing because I didn't fit in with that crowd. Well, let me see what I can do here. And so either way, if you go, if you go, you know, veer off on either direction too much, then you're just doing the same thing, just on opposite sides of the spectrum. Exactly. So, Especially if you're, if you're projecting that onto other people. Exactly. There's people in the, in the scene that would look at me back then and be like, you don't look punk enough. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Exactly. Yeah, and I'm not I wearing your uniform. It, Cause I'm not wearing, yeah, yeah. I'm not wearing the uniform. I'm not wearing the. The, you know, the, the spikes, the spikes and, and, and the, the buttons thing. and the yeah. and the vests, the leather vest or whatever. And the belts, like what do I have to go to hot topic and go on a shopping spree to listen to punk rock? No, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was confronted with a situation like that, well, maybe not early on, early on, I was kind of like, ah, screw you, you know, whatever. But as I got older, I kind of would try to be like, Hey, look, look at it from a different perspective. You know what I mean? Like you don't, no one has to look a certain way. That's yeah. the great thing about punk rock is that for the most part, it's very accepting. They don't care what you look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think of like SLC Punk. Yeah. What was that guy? And he was like, well, he doesn't look like it, but he's like the most hardcore of all. And he'd like, look like a total, like, you know, like a stereotypical, yeah, there was, like a geek. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah, exactly. What was there his was name? A, there was, well, I, fr- I know just heroin Bob and. One of those guys. Yeah. It was the one who looked like a, he was dressed yeah. like a nerd. Yeah, he was just, uh-huh. Yeah, okay, and it didn't. Cool. It didn't matter. Like what it does. It's it's what drives you. The music that drives you. What are you bringing to the community? I don't like the word scene. Scene implies that it's going to go away. Yeah, you know, you're like, right. You know what? Yeah, you're right. It's it's what are you what I are you doing? What too. are you doing right now, man? What are you doing? And 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 also, you're here because I'm maybe the same reason. You know, maybe we have the same ideas. Maybe we both feel the same way. So let's you know, let's hang out together and share right. ideas and and hopefully something cool comes out of it and. And that's what, you know, a lot of that just outcast type of mentality is what drove me there. And I met so many friends because of it. And and I've been in two bands because of it, you know, and you were in two. Yeah. Oh, and, I didn't know that. And, um, you know, I, I had at one point where like my, our first band was, was like just fast, straight up punk, you know, like hardcore, like just straight just up street, like just punk. But I had a Blink-182 sticker on my guitar. So what do you, you know, what are you going to tell me? Right. Like whatever. I don't care. I listened to early blink and I loved it enough to put a sticker on my guitar, but I played this really, you know, the hard, aggressive, fast punk has always been what drives me, but I don't mind listening to when you say hard, that. aggressive, fast punk. Sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, what band would you say would be like the, the closest thing to that? Jeez. Cause there's so, I mean, when you say fast, aggressive, straight up punk rock, like there's so many different things well, popping into my head. Okay, so so and and Aude and Anya and Siggy, this is all you know. We're talking about our band and Aude and Anya. If you guys listen, I mean, feel free to chime in on on the internet. But what drove me personally was like Black Flag. Oh, so when nice. we would get together to write, that's kind of what drove me, like just aggressive stuff. For them, it might have been something different because they they like like crass and a lot of like the English punk bands mm. and, and also um, Hispanic, like Mexican and, and Latin American. I'm going to say, you know, Southern hemisphere, like so- South America. I'm sorry. Like they listen to a lot of that stuff, which is really cool. Okay. But for me, it was like LA hardcore punk germs, that type of stuff. Dead Kennedys. Um, that's whenever we would get together to write, that's what that was in my head. Right. Like that was, that's what was in my head. And, um, that's where I drew from. I never dipped into like the, the poppy punk, I would say type of right. for that band because I like, ah, man, I just list, I just kind of remembering that 
that time, like it was just angry. You know, you're an angry kid, and you and it, the music will definitely portray that. So yeah. yeah, you know, those type of bands are what I cite, where, we, where, where I pulled my personal influence from. Yeah, Black Flag, nice. Yeah, it's funny. Not to not to change the subject, go right back to it, but um, I started listening to like Henry Rollins interviews all weekend. Part of my like weekend in bed, I I consumed a lot of television, and when I say television, I really mean YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> Netflix. And Streaming a, services. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched a lot of uh, Henry Rollins mm-hmm. interviews. Uh, I for I don't know why. I just out of the blue just started like watching all these Henry Rollins interviews. And dude's legit, man. Yeah. He had a show on, on I don't know, IFC or something. Oh, look, did he? Look it up. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I was I was listening to his interviews. He was on I, on Howard. Yeah. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan. And there was one there. He did like a series on YouTube. It's like. On those web series that they do, like yeah. talk about like it, the artist TED talks or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's yeah. it's like a white background, and he's like talking about music and homophobia and just all kinds of stuff. And he's his takes were really awesome. I really really enjoyed listening to. Yeah, him. from, like, from someone is... that was deep in in that community. Yeah, I mean he he was the worst black flag singer, but still, <laughs> it's it's fine. Did, did you, do you know how he how he became? I forget. Did he jump on stage? Dude, yeah, he yeah, jumped somebody, on stage. They needed a singer. Uh-huh. And he sang a song. Yeah. And then he was like a manager at a Haagen-Dazs. And they called him. He said he had like an ice cream scoop in his hand. <laughs> and he's like talking on the phone to Black Flag or saying, do you want to come out and audition for yeah. the band? So, I mean, for him, he was just a fan who basically, yeah. like he even said it in the interview. He's like, I won the lottery. Yeah. Still a rad story. Not my favorite Black Flag singer, but I mean, still respect to him. And uh, going back to punk in general, I wanted to pull this up because I think one, I, I just, I'd be remiss if I didn't. Um, and also too, because Marcy exposed this to me or exposed me to this and I'd feel horrible if I, if I didn't chime in with this, um, you know, Greg Graffin, obviously, yes. right? Bad religion. Yes. He wrote a punk rock, a punk manifesto. Have you ever heard it? Yes. Okay. Well, his definition of punk is the personal expression of uniqueness that comes from the experiences of growing up in touch with our human ability to reason and ask questions. That's how he defines punk and obviously defines it deeper than that. But that to me always nailed it. Great sum up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Look it up. Give it a read people. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Anything that, Greg Graffin writes is just absolutely gold. Yeah, like the first um, Bad Religion album. Love it. Perfect. Flawless album. Yeah. <laughs> so go, go listen to that too. Is that your favorite? How, yeah. Oh, yeah. How Can, How Can Hell Be Any Worse? It's a good album. I love that album. Uh, but yeah. I think for me, New America. Oh. Whoa. What was that? Okay. <laughs> Figured it out. Figured it out. Okay, we had to cut for a second there because we had some technical, technical, technical difficulties. Okay, okay, we'll go with that. So yeah, we figured it out. No more weird popping or or echoing or delaying on my end. Yeah, that was weird. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say we figured it out because we really didn't. (laughs) Jiggle. I I closed the program and reopened it, and then I jiggled, jiggled Korean barbecued some cables, and (laughs) so we're good. Yep. Hmm. Sorry, I had to get some tea as well. Oh, it's fine. Let me get some coffee. Some of, some of my Starbucks coffee. Oh, dude, that actually 
That's a perfect segue, actually. <sighs> Delicious. Um, Marcy wanted me to ask you okay. because she didn't post it on the the Instagram. Which okay. I did. We get any questions? I didn't even no check. questions. I no check. questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, she had a question. Okay. She wanted me to ask you about Starbucks. Okay. Because you drink Starbucks. Yep. And she drinks Starbucks. Okay. And I tell her that I don't have anything against Starbucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against it. Mm-hmm. However, I, I don't notice a difference. And I'll be the first to admit that my palate is not very refined. You know what I mean? I I can't tell the difference okay. between an amazing coffee. Like if you brought me a, a, a cup of coffee and said, this is a $10 cup of coffee. This is a $1 cup of coffee. I would not. You would not. Yeah, you don't know I, how to. Okay. So I guess the question to you is. Yes. What is the difference? Is it worth it? The difference between Starbucks uh, well, and anything else? Well, or? yeah, because, I mean, you drink Starbucks. That's your drink of choice, yes? Or is it just okay. because it's the most accessible, it's easy? It's convenient. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Convenient. So, okay. again, I, I always want to support the little person for a small business, independent, DIY type of people. That's my first go-to always for anything. Right. But, uh, hey, I work in a mall. I work in a mall full of rich people. So... They only have a Starbucks there. Mm. Granted, there are places like a yogurt place and a like a cupcake place that sells some coffee. But the thing with Starbucks is, and I and I I had this strong moral like younger in my younger days, a strong moral objection to almost like a Walmart esque type of business plan of coming in and destroying everything small. And now you only drink Starbucks. I'm mm. I'm, you know, I'm I know I'm, I sound like a hypocrite right now, but that's you know. I, it sucks. I hate it, but it's right. Th- it's it's in my work. I need two coffees a day. I'm gonna go get two coffees a day. You drink two coffees a yes, day. Yes, two venties a day, unless it's my day off. I'll have one. Nice or whatever. At, whatever's at home, but um, gets you through the day. Yeah, I definitely need one. I'm an addict, uh, you know, as far as coffee goes. So I choose Starbucks because I had to. It's there, and and like I said, um, they have that damn rewards program. <laughs> You know, so I'll get a free one, man. Yeah. And if I go to the 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 yogurt fruit place stand that's also in my mall, they don't they don't reward me. Right. You know. Um, also, if I have two a day, I'm really paying for one because I the refills are free if you're part of their program. So this one I'm drinking right now it's is a refill. Free. It's a refill. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I go to Starbucks. What do you normally get? Do you just get. Whatever. I get a, yeah, venti iced coffee, two percent unsweetened. If if I need less coffee taste, I'll put half and half instead of two percent milk. I see. That's it. I don't want frappuccinos. I don't want you know fancy you know clog up the line. I hate I hate that. Just don't don't order it. Leave. Go away. I'm just trying to get my coffee so I can survive. Right. Right. But um, yeah, that's it's a very simple drink, and and that's that's what I choose. And as far as tastes go, I can definitely tell the difference. Oh really? Oh yeah. So like. Versus like, like give me a Seven Eleven coffee, give me an AMPM, give me Jack in the Box or Jack something. in the Box, McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts. I won't be able to name them, but I can tell there's a difference. You could Pepsi challenge it. Yeah, I'm if they're like sure. this one, which one is Starbucks? Which yeah. one is because Star- Starbucks tastes like um, paint thinner. Like it's bitter, it's disgusting, it's burnt always. And again, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm doing a terrible job of selling Starbucks, but it's out of necessity. <laughs> It's because I need it, man. I mean, if there was a, a coffee bean and a Starbucks in my mall, I'd go to coffee bean. Really? Yeah. It tastes better. 
Does it? Yeah. I've never been to Coffee Bean. Yeah, it tastes better. There's a there's a myriad of coffee choices out there that taste better, but like I said, this one is right there. I've had Seattle's best, but I mean, what kind of claim is that? I've never been to Seattle. How can they claim that? I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's I don't even know like what legalities. I I don't know yeah. what goes into someone making, look into that. So yeah, making those <laughs> types of claims, I don't know what's involved it's in a that. Bold claim. That's a very bold claim. But yeah, um, Pete's it's pretty good as well. It's oh, not right. I've uh, seen that. My my biggest thing is is how strong it is. I need strong. You need strong. So do you this, ever do like espresso? Or yeah, yeah. Cafe americano. Uh huh. That's what Marcy drinks. Yeah. It's like, uh, I guess it's just regular coffee with a shot of espresso in it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll get your... That'll get you going. And see, and, going and right. I, I, the reason I don't do that on a regular basis, because that's like, okay, you're you're on a bad one, dude. Let's get a let's get some espresso shots in there. And then oh, that way, wow. it's like, boom, amped it up to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is it energy or just mood? Or both? Oh, mood. I'm sure everyone that's oh, really? dealt with me out there, and I hate to be that like, but first coffee... But that's me. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, can, it's a mood enhancer for me, yeah, too. Yeah, I can deal with it, but I, I definitely... Oh, man, I am a different person. But, yeah. I drink Starbucks out of necessity. <laughs> there you go, Marcy. There you go. Thank you for your question. <laughs> See, we answer questions Our one, quickly and yes, immediately. One question. So, throw them at us. I, um, as I said earlier, I, I spent a lot of time in, in bed this weekend. Yes. Watching different things. Mm-hmm. Rollins, football. Okay. Streaming services. Yep. And uh, I also busted out the NFL Films Collection. I busted out some some DVDs, mm-hmm. some ancient technology. Yeah, it's weird. DVDs. Yeah. And immediately I was, you know, ads, menus, disc errors, oh, skipping. I was like, man, you know, you get sentimental sometimes yep. and you're like, oh, I miss the days when I had to put a disc in there. But no, nah, dude, like when you actually have to do it and then like you deal with little things here and there, you're like, oh, but anyway, yep. the point of this, this little spiel is that I noticed something <laughs> when I was watching these old NFL films. It, and when I say old, it was like in the eighties, it was all the the 49ers Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the America's game, yep. basically of their Super Bowls. Good stuff. And one of the things I noticed and it, it popped out to me right away. And it's something that I used to notice back in the day. And it's, they're just completely gone. But barefoot kickers. Mm. Gone. Yeah. You're right. What happened? They're, just, they're gone. Single bar face mask. Yeah. Oh, one man. shoe. I missed that. One cleat. Because now you have like the one guy with the cleat. Yeah. On, he has the regular like football cleat on his left foot, and, and then, then he'll have like the soccer yeah, shoe the on soccer his right shoe, foot. Yep. But back then, you had these guys, no sock, no shoe. So they'd have one sock and cleat, and then the other, their kicking foot would be completely barefoot. Do you remember that? Yeah, I totally remember that. Like, uh, what was Tony Zendejas? Yep. Played for the Rams. That guy was <laughs> yeah, that, barefoot that's, kicker. Yeah, that's the one, like I remember the Rams uniform and being like, what the heck? Yeah, seeing uh-huh. the, the barefoot kicker. Yeah, and asking my brother, like, what? Why, why, is, why, why is he doing why that? Is he doing that? Uh, it's just, why did it go away? Why did it happen? I control maybe like he was trying to control. I don't know. Just one of those like little things you notice like, yeah. Oh, that, that went away. Ball feel. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it just loves the, the brush of, of leather, leather on, his, on his bare foot. foot, dude. You know, he needed it. Just one of those things that just, it's gone. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm curious to like meet one and then sit him down, sit him down, but also his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and then also watch him kick one with a shoe. I also feel like he'd be kind of coy about it too. Like you'd have to like grab him at some point. Like it'd be a normal conversation. He'd be like, Oh no, it's this. And then at some point you're just, no, give me the truth. Why yeah, are like you doing? He's, uh-huh. I need he's answers. holding something back. Yeah, like yeah, uh-huh. I just feel like yeah, I feel like there's a secret society. He's like, I'll tell you kickers. off, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Uh, off the record. Off the record. <laughs> he like changes voice like into ro- robot <laughs> yeah. voice. Yeah, dude. The reason being is. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's like when when the magicians were exposed on Fox. Yeah, and yeah. they had like the the voice, the voice, and the mask. And dark. dark. Oh, he had a mask. Yeah, he had a mask. Uh-huh. Yeah, because sometimes they just have him like under shroud of darkness. Yeah. yeah. But this is going to be a kicker. Barefoot kicker. Barefoot kicker. Exposed. Yeah, barefoot kicker is exposed. Because <laughs> seriously, like, I mean, that was such a strange thing even then. Yeah. But I mean, I, I know now, like, the NFL have gotten kind of stringent with their rules. That's got to be it, right? You think? It has to be it, dude. There's so many rules now. That has you, to be you know it. Who, you know who's in charge of that? Who? Merton Hanks. What? Merton Hanks. In charge of rules? He is the guy that find he'll like find people oh. and he'll he he'll look at someone's uniform, he'll watch the tape. Okay, okay. All that guy. You know, because like I don't know if you remember like two years ago, they had this thing where everyone had white socks. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, like yeah. a year ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And they were getting fined for that. Because they have to have their team color socks. Ridiculous. And then they could have another sock, but only up to the ankle. Like the white yeah. sock under the the, the team color mm-hmm. sock go could go up to the ankle. Okay. And then the team color has to go from the ankle to oh, the knee. Okay. But some of these players, and I think there was a player on the 49ers, uh, what was his name? Manningham, the receiver. Remember 82? Oh, yeah, 82. Uh-huh. He would have the white socks yeah. too. So, yeah, there were, and there was a player for the Packers that would do it. Yeah, and those guys were getting fined by Hanks. Merton Hanks was laying, them, laying down Dang. the fine on those guys. I don't know uh, if anyone else can remember Merton Hanks, but he was a free safety, well, cornerback and free safety for the 49ers in the mid nineties. And he had kind of a long neck and he did this like chicken dance when he would score touchdowns and he would like thrash his body around. It was pretty, if you could look it up, Merton Hanks dance on YouTube, you will laugh. It's just crazy. And now he's finding people. Now he's finding people for not wearing shoes. Yeah. Yeah. No more shoes. No more shoes. Yeah. We could basically trace the problem back to Merton Hanks Yep. and just like, nah, yeah. yeah, maybe he was like, "Hey, Mister Mister Goodell, I have this issue about barefoot kickers, and I need you to listen to me." And it, they must be eliminated. Yeah, it must be stopped. And he's like, "Yes." And the single bar face mask. Oh man, come on! I, I like it. it. No, I like it too. I, I wish it was. You know, the kickers should be the only ones that can wear them. Did was it Morton Anderson just recently got? Yeah, he recently. Yeah, uh huh. He used to do this. He, dude, he was rocking the single bar like in the late '90s, early 2000s. I, I also thought Janikowski for a bit had one. Did he have the single I, bar? I, yeah, I want to say I spotted him. Wait, is that no? Is that the guy from the Raiders? Yeah, Janikowski. yeah, yeah, Janikowski. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I swear I've seen him with single bar face mask. We're gonna. I'm gonna need. I need. I need to see this. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> um. I used to love to like the guys that would do the single bar face mask and then they would like pull the face mask down. Yeah. 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 Like, so like there's no so there's protection nothing. whatsoever. Yeah. Those guys uh-huh. were just, no, nah. no, no face mask, no. no face mask. They might as well just throw the old school leather helmet on and yep. go out there and 23 skidoo or whatever, <laughs> whatever they called the play. Like back. long sleeve jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Janet, I'm just going to put Janikowski single bar. Hmm. 
You're playing with fire. I am. Let's that, see. Yeah. Sebastian Janikowski. Okay. So far. <laughs> so far, so good. So far, so good. An ode to the single bar. Oh, wait. Yeah? Yeah, maybe. Yeah? No? There's an article called An Ode to the Single Bar. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you write it? <laughs> Are you plugging yourself? Face of the NFL is gone. An Ode to the Single Bar. Okay, we're going to read ESPN. that later. ESPN.com. Wow. Well, how, how, okay, while we're here, well, look up Barefoot Kicker. Maybe there's Scott, an article on Barefoot Scott Kicker. Player represents the end. Scott Player. That's a made-up name, Rick. You made you made, did a terrible job making up a name. You know, it's funny. I thought that, like, the first time I saw that guy's name in Madden, I thought, oh, they must not have had, you know, when they oh, didn't yes, have the uh-huh, rights, yeah, yeah, they would yeah. just put player. So I oh, thought, Scott oh, player. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't see Scott. I just saw, like, they would hike the ball to him, and it just said player. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm yeah. like, oh, this is just an ode to the single bar. Yeah. Wow. Well, there it is if you want to read it, ESPN.com. Amazing. But anyway, yeah, that was... Sorry, I, that took up way too much. <laughs> that took up way too much conversation over a barefoot kicker. That's fine, man. We talk about it all. Yeah. Um. So, anything? Anything else? Barefoot kicker wise, I'm good. No, no, you're no, good. no, okay. I'm good. I mean, I I do miss them, and I would like to see them. So, since we do fancy ourselves um, a gaming podcast, I I feel like <laughs> we should probably mention some gaming information. Okay. Is that you think maybe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's do it, man. Okay. Well, I was supposed to say this last week, and mm-hmm. I, I totally forgot. Was that the Halo was releasing a classic helmet DLC? Did it already release? No, it's, I want to say Thursday. Oh, this Thursday. Yeah. So it's still relevant information. It is still relevant. So I didn't even have to say that I forgot to mention yeah. it. No. Uh-huh. We'll edit it out later. Yes. No, we won't. <laughs> okay. So this Thursday, Halo DLC. I'm stoked because uh, one of my favorite helmets from 3... And then Reach, and then four was and an five initially, which is the current game. So I'm stoked to do whatever it takes to unlock it. May might be just giving Microsoft money. That'll work. Yeah, I kind of hope it is because I just <laughs> want that helmet. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. So right on. That's cool. A uh, little uh, other thing that I wanted to mention was that the PS4 will in an up there. There's actually an update coming. Uh, that's relevant to all owners and one that is relevant only to pro ps4 pro owners first is that there will be an update uh unlocking support for external hard drives up to eight terabytes so finally yes finally yep no more deleting no more deleting stuff (laughs) yeah that's right although then people with ocd like myself are going to have to deal with the fact that they have an external hard drive sitting next to their system yeah that may or may not trouble them I have one next to my Xbox does, does One. Does it bother you? No, it's it's really tiny. Two TB. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't bother me, man. Just, just try to match your color, I guess. So Xbox is always... Yeah. They've always supported external? Yes. Wow. But, but on the flip side, on like the, the PlayStation, you could yank the internal and just put an internal in. The Xbox One, you technically can't. Really? Yeah. My brother-in-law was just saying that he did it the other day, and it was super easy. On this one? On, on the no, PS4? On the Xbox. Yeah, the that's, Xbox that's what I hear. You just technically can't, but... I mean, you know, whatever. Your warranty's done in a year, so who gives a crap? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's all of them, right? That's but yeah, them, he yeah. was like, my, my brother-in-law, Tony, was like, dude, I I watched a YouTube video. It was like two two clips and a spin yeah. or something and a yeah. snap snap. That's cool. And uh, yeah, so that's one thing. And then the second thing is uh, if you are a PS4 Pro owner, 
they're releasing a boost mode option, which apparently is going to increase graphical fidelity. Oh, okay. And performance for older games. Okay. So that includes turning games that ran like crap into games that run butter smooth and games that ran so-so 30 frames per second now running at 60 frames per second. Right on. That's rad. Yeah. I'm stoked about that even though I don't have a PS4 Pro. (laughs) Good for those owners. Yeah. And also... There is a Stardew Valley Collector's Edition disc coming out. Um, did I mention that? You didn't mention that. You mentioned you play it. <laughs> I did. Have you been playing it lately or did it fall off? I, it fell off a little because I was sick. Yeah. And like I once I got sick, it was like I didn't even want. I tried to do like a little bit of farming and stuff. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go lay down and watch. Yeah. If NFL your head's not films. in it, what was the point? Yeah. But uh, it's coming out for Xbox One and PS4. And it includes the full game. Okay. A Pelican Town map, Ooh. which is cool. Okay. Even though it has one in the game, but whatever. Okay. A mini guidebook and a code to unlock the game soundtrack. Okay. It'll cost $30 and release in retail stores for Xbox One and PS4. Very good. For those yeah, of so. us that kind of like my brother that likes physical versions of things. He's yeah. In, he's he's an, anti-cloud, man. Yeah. He does not like the cloud. I can't blame him, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a pain. And also, it's one of those, I don't know, I've had more bad experience than good, so I don't care other way. You've had more bad than good? Yeah. It's just unreliable. Really? Yeah. See, I I don't like the idea of the cloud, Mm -hmm. but I I don't like stuff. Yeah, I got you. Clutter. Mm -hmm. Well, I I mean, yeah, you just talked about that hard drive being on there. Yeah, dude, stuff like that bothers me. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm kind of a... I don't fancy myself like a minimalist, but like maybe like a something between a minimalist and not quite minimalist, but I, I don't like to have a lot of stuff. And, and, you know, just observing right now, I'm looking at two bookshelves, um, of Rick's and like, for instance, my, if, if I had these bookshelves, they would be crammed with crap and he has a definitely, definitely some kind of thought spaced out. So yes, I can attest to Rick. Not jamming bookshelves with just complete crap. And a lot of those books are Marcy's. Even, but even then, though. The like, whole point. Yeah, you're <laughs> pointing, all pointing. Uh-huh. Pointing and judging. Even Sorry, then, Marcy. it's not. It's not just clutter. It's like you know, there's a method there. Yeah, and and to be honest, that's that to me that looks pretty cluttered. Okay, so it's, you're all right right now. Yeah, I'm okay. okay. I'm. <laughs> we could take a break. Get hot. Okay. <laughs> no, what what else is going on in the world of videos and games? Uh, well. Hmm. Oh. That's, that's to us, I guess. Yo, this this is cool. There is a Fallout Shelter free item manager coming out for Xbox and for Windows. Oh, okay. So it's called Fallout Shelter, but it's a free item manager, basically. So you can manage your items um, on Windows or on Xbox. Okay, gotcha. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Nintendo's releasing a second mobile game, Fire Emblem. Oh, yeah. Is that so, out? I think it's out. I think it is out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's big news. Uh, very, uh, very impressive. And then I... Uh, sometime this year is that is their Animal Crossing for? Oh, phone. dude, I'm so stoked! A lot of people are huge Animal Crossing fan, massive. I'm not ashamed to say it. I love Animal Crossing. I've loved it since the GameCube version. I didn't play the 3DS, but I did play the Wii version. So I've played two of the. I think there's been four. I think there's been two 3DS versions, GameCube and a Wii. I haven't played those, but stoked about a mobile version. That's Ho- just hopefully it's. I, I never played them. I always just like seen them played and, and I know what they're about. So hopefully um, they do a good job of it on the phone because I would not mind diving headfirst into something like that. 
especially on your phone. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, It's not something you could pour like copious amounts of time into, but I think you would enjoy just the world. And it's, it's just one of those games, dude. Like it has that Nintendo charm and other, there are other games that are made like that. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Nintendo just has this, that magic touch. Yeah, they know what they're doing. That's cool. Magic Nintendo. Sorry about the sirens. That's horrible. That's right. Should we pause? I'm going to pause it. Pause it. Ready? Nope. Okay. Oh, okay. all right. Okay. All right. We're back. We're back. Sorry about that. Uh, second, our second technical issue, there was a siren and it was really loud. And yes. I could, if I could hear it through the, the headphones, yeah, it's that's too when loud. It's loud. Yeah. So uh, another thing we wanted to mention being a video game podcast is that, um, and I know I, I feel bad because I did want to mention this last week, but mm-hmm. I got a little caught up talking about other things. But um, the father of Nintendo passed away at pa- age 91. Pac-Man. Did I, what did I say? You said Nintendo. Oh my gosh. No, he, no. No, no. No, the father of Pac-Man has died at 91. Masaya go. Nakamura, uh, founder of Namco. He didn't actually create Pac-Man, but he is considered the father of Pac-Man because he founded Namco. They're the company that released Pac-Man. Side story, I read a super interesting article. If you could find it um, online, it's about how a bunch of MIT dropouts made Miss Pac-Man. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude, because I, I never, I always, I remember being as a kid seeing, because I've always preferred Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's just clearly a better game, it's right? It's a better game. And um, I never knew why it was created by Midway. That's right. It's Midway. Yeah, it's yeah. It's Midway Bally. Yeah. It's not uh, Namco. Namco. Uh-huh. But it's licensed by Namco, but it wasn't actually released by Namco. And basically what happened is there was these MIT dropouts, and they started for fun, making uh, basically uh, upgrade kits to existing games. And so they did one for Missile Command and changed it to Missile Attack. And it made the game better. It improved all the little glitches in it, all the the like little hacks that people discovered that they could, you know, cheat the game. It had extra levels, extra power-ups. It was this awesome add-on. Basically, inside a cabinet, you have the motherboard of Mm -hmm. of the arcade game. Yep. You would attach this separate board onto it, and it would it would add all these all these new features, okay. and um, essentially the same game but a different it's, game. It's crazy. It's like it's like so nowadays, right? You leave your PlayStation, or your Xbox on standby mode, and then it automatically updates the game update. with bugs, and that's what they did, but manually. That's insane, right? And they decided that the the next game after Missile Attack would be a Pac Man mod, be a modded yeah, Pac Man. Modded Pac Man. And so they they were doing this modded Pac-Man and, you know, they started doing uh, figuring out all, all the things about Pac-Man. Like there are certain spots you can hide on the map where like the ghost can never get you because mm-hmm. of their patterns. They didn't like the fact that it was just one maze design. So they started doing all these different changes to it. And they decided to make the character different because they had to change the name because they didn't want to get sued. And so they made the character red and they did all these little changes. And essentially they made Miss Pac-Man. Namco sued them for the Missile Command mod. Okay. And they went back and forth and the MIT guys were like, dude, like we're we're good. We made sure not to you know, it was all their own code. Okay. It was all their yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, so they, they didn't infringe. They didn't infringe on uh-huh. anything. Exactly. It was like all these loopholes, all these technicalities, basically they couldn't get sued. So Namco, um, their settlement was to just pay them off. Like, all right, we're gonna pay you off. Yep. You stop producing them. 
But I guess there was some kind of clause in the contracts in the way that they paid them off basically was to put them on their payroll. Okay. And Namco, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, uh yeah, Namco's hope was that they would put them on the payroll and the guys would just disappear. Yeah, of course. They just wouldn't, they wouldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Well, they're like, they already had Miss Pac-Man done. Yeah. And we're like, we have this. And it was Miss Pac-Man. And they played it and they're like, this is amazing. And they released it and Miss Pac-Man. Crazy, man. Yeah, dude. I was, I read the article. I was like, wow, this is insane. Cause I never knew why it was released by Midway. I never knew all those. Cause I knew Midway was an American company. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I didn't understand the whole, the whole logistics of it. No, I didn't know. I'm like, well, why is this Namco? Why is this that? But yeah. And, and Atari, like how's Atari play into it? Yeah. Atari bought the license. Okay. So they were able to distribute it yeah. as a home game. Yep. So Atari, when I was a kid, I thought Atari made Pac-Man. Yeah, uh-huh. And I'm like, who's Namco? Like, there was, it was, so when I was a kid, it was like Atari, Midway, Namco. All these names were attached to Pac-Man. And I didn't know what was what. Who knows? But yeah, it was, it was Namco. Yeah, so. that's crazy. It's crazy to see that, like, you know, nowadays in gaming, in the PC, and even in the, some of the console game, there's a lot of that modding community and like just the community in general behind a game that creates content content that might be used in the game or just outside the game you know fan art um um just you know whatever it may be that expands on the universe but like that's what those guys were doing back then same thing they were just like hey i love this game but you know here's some improvements that might uh you know other people might dig counter-strike yeah yeah counter-strike is a it's a half-life mod yeah and it, you're right. It's still, still going. going. People make hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year playing that game professionally. Really? Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. How? Like, is there, how do they, who pays them? Well, like, like, uh, the companies like, uh, geez, what are these, what are these teams called? I, I, the only reason I know there's like a, there's teams, right? Yeah. I, I read something about there being like a league. Yeah. And then they have names and I don't know. It's it's weird. It's to a like conventional sports person, it's hard to wrap your head around that because I follow the Halo guys a lot, the professional ones. Oh, really? Yeah. But like, you know, we're so used to like the San Francisco 49ers. That's not like that. It's like a keyboard maker, whatever you're called, um, sponsors that team. And they're called Team Liquid or something like that. And then Team Liquid has, um, they have their hands in every game, like, uh, all the MOBAs, um, Halo, Counter-Strike, whatever, any kind of, um, you know, PVP type of game that can be streamed on Twitch or live event, you know, live events or LAN parties. That's how they make money. And they have tournaments for hundreds of thousands of dollars. The, I know, like, the bigger ones are, are definitely StarCrafts and, um, what is it, League of Legends? Or League whatever. of Legends, you know, yeah. Those I was going to say that one, the click, the, the, the yeah, click the, one. The click one. <laughs> Those are the ones that that bring in the most audience and and players and money. Those are the ones that generate the most. A lot of like South Korea, that's where it's at. That's um, amazing. It's amazing, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, the fact that that game has been going on for I don't know, oh man, more than twenty years. Yeah, about twenty years. Uh, yeah. If not, yeah, off a mod. And I remember before Xbox Live, people would yeah they would go play Counter Strike at these. Um, like internet cafes, internet cafe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what they were. Yeah. Um, those seedy places. Yeah, those are seedy. Those places were. Wow. Uh-huh. It was like, like I'm a nerd, but like I always saw those places and thought, like, wow, that's like, like there's elements I don't understand, 
You know, I mean, there's places I don't understand. Oh, yeah. I was at a, I was at a, you know, the holidays just passed. I was at a holiday party, friend of a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, me and Marcy had to sit like completely far away from each other. Okay. And so I sat with a bunch of dudes and I didn't know them. And I just started talking to them because yeah. I'm like, oh, let's see what I can, you know, see if I can rouse up a conversation Something, here. Yeah. And we got into this awesome conversation about video games and comic books and all this stuff. And one of the guys was like a magic magic player oh yeah okay the card the game, card game. Uh-huh. and i'm like dude that's a whole other side of gaming yeah, exactly i don't know anything about like nothing about it it's a complete mystery to me yeah and like you talking about these tournaments and stuff that's i don't know anything about that and it's just crazy to me like it's so vast yeah it's so deep the it, the, the the rabbit hole goes far. it goes way far yeah it goes way down there. yeah because and then, and also seeing the like board games you know I wouldn't say necessarily make a comeback, but sustain. There's yeah, so many like board games out there that that w- Catan one, dude. Dude, I hear so much about that about other things, but I'm just like, if I get into this, it's dangerous because right. Risk is one of my favorite board games of all time. I've never played it. Yeah, oh, man, we're gonna have to play. But dude, I've always wanted to play. It's that great. Game. That's one of those board games. That one in Life. I did play Life yeah. finally, but growing up, mm-hmm. I always wanted to play Life. I always wanted to play Risk. I never got to play them. But Risk is like we. we you need a day. Really? Yeah. Otherwise, we just have to leave. We have to leave it in a neutral place. So start early. Get like yeah. coffee and donuts. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast. Yeah. And just because the setup it sometimes takes hours. Just just like the beginning of it. But really? it's a great game. You, so, I think you'll dig it, dude. Oh, it sounds awesome. I've always wanted to play that game. But yeah, even even like you know people still do that. You know, I remember. Do you remember this store at Plaza Bonita? That's a local mall here. I don't know if you remember it called Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, I, do. I remember that. Yeah, I remember walking in. That, and that's another thing where you're like, "What the heck is this?" And you walk in because, like you said, we were nerds. So I'm like, "Oh, nerd place." Let's Let me go. go in yeah, there. yeah, wizard. And then you see all these tables set up, and it's like dudes playing magic, dudes playing board games I've never heard of. And I was like, "Oh, this is rad." Deeply invested, deeply into it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I'm, I. Yeah. Never got around to it. But Same yeah, here. He, hearing that guy talk about it and stuff, and he was just, you know, talking about like the stigma of it, you know, yeah, uh-huh. you know, and how like, you know, a lot of the stereotypes are true, you know, like a lot of these guys do live in their parents' mm-hmm. basement, you know, the, the magic guys. And I was just like, holy crap. He's like, but you know, we're just gamers too, you know? Yeah, it's, man. And it kind of made me sad for him. I'm like, man, like, here's like a sub, a sub genre within the community. Yes. <laughs> definitely community yep um that is kind of i don't know frowned upon <laughs> you know yeah 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 they're like oh, yeah those guys well we're gamers but we're not right, we're not you know, uh-huh. we, don't, we don't play those games yeah and that goes that goes back to the punk rock thing uh, exactly you know that's the exact same now, thing because now there's a section of gamers going oh magic yeah not gamer enough they're not gamer enough no it's like nah dude you you know that's what you play Why do we do that that's how we're wired i guess why it's like well, it's like we love to be like on a team yep we love to attach ourselves to this thing oh yeah always and we love to win like there's not it can't just i don't know it's just we're so why are we i don't know maybe that's just part of what how we survive is that we're wired that way yeah it keeps us alive but because survival is not in question at all like we're not we're, we're we have all these dormant instincts yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it, uh, i don't have to go out and hunt for my food so yep. i'm gonna go go on Twitter and go, I'm part of team team and you're part of other team. So screw you. <laughs> you're not going to get strangled by a mountain lion. No, right I'm not. I'm not. Saber tooth tigers. More than likely. Me. Well, let me look. I can't see behind <laughs> yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. More than likely. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, every yeah. now and then every you now hear and about then. it. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm one of those really morbid people. 
that like I think as that's happening, like I, I, I don't know why I think this stuff, but I always, I always wonder what the person's thinking in those final moments. Like when a mountain lion's coming towards you? Oh, imagine or, you're being... Oh, like, being, okay, being yes, pummeled. Pummeled, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. being hit and yeah. bit and you're going, dude, this is, this is how it ends. Yeah, this is it. Like, I, there has to be that moment of realization because I've had near-death experiences. I'm not going to go into now because we're an hour and eight minutes deep. Oh. Yeah, we got we to gotta wrap this up. So, but yeah, I do wonder, like, I've been in those situations and I, I have thought, oh, damn... <laughs> This is it. Like I've actually had that thought a few times and um, I always wonder like, man, I wonder what that thought is when some random thing is happening like that, like getting hit by lightning or getting attacked by a mountain lion or something, you know, like in a yeah, walk into your car. So, I mean, if you're h- hiking out in the mountains, then then it makes should sense. be a little bit more. But there's more people that vigilant. are like at a park or, you know what I mean? They're like in a Starbucks parking and then, lot and then a mountain yeah, lion's mountain just lion. like. Mm-hmm. Because we've intruded so much on nature oh, yeah, yeah. that they're they're right here now. You yeah. know, we, that we shouldn't. No, we sh- be there shouldn't in, be in there. There place. shouldn't be mountain lions attacking people in the parking lot. No, but it does happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's because we it's our not, constant our constant need for. Uh, let me let's build stuff out here. Yeah, let's build stuff. <laughs> we need to build stuff, but yeah, that's scary. Good Lord, this podcast could go on for another hour yes. easily, <laughs> but we should probably wrap it up yes, right sir. there. Um, thank you for listening. If you've listened thus far, George, do you have any parting thoughts or words? No, I mean, you know, if you are listening, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, if you have anything you need us to answer or share with us, there's an email address. It's a we don't know podcast one at gmail.com. The number one. Yep. Um, we do have an Instagram account. It's we don't know podcast. Um, that's how you can reach us. You know, let us know what your thoughts. We need feedback. We need questions. We need whatever you guys want. You know, if you're digging this format, let us know. If you're not, let us know. Um, another thing also is is I think we should share our gamer tags. Oh, absolutely. If you want yeah. a game with us? Yeah. So Rick, your PSN handle is Rick 007 R Y C K zero zero seven. And mine on PSN is the weird guys all together, no capitalization. And then on Xbox Live, it's capital I space Raul Duke space capital I. Ooh, complicated. I know it sucks. Just just message me on the uh, Instagram and I'll find you. But yeah, that's that. Mine uh, my Xbox is also Rick 007 R Y C K 007. And I also have a YouTube, which is also Rick 007 Gaming. If you're interested, I do YouTube videos. I have a YouTube channel, so you can check that out as well. Sorry, I had to plug it. Plug it, man. (laughs) Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Um, George, Jorge, it has been a pleasure, my friend. Definitely a pleasure, yes. Uh, That hour and 10 minutes went really quickly. Flew by. Yeah, so we didn't cover half of the things we wanted to cover. I know towards the end we tried to squeeze everything in, but um, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. See you guys. Thank you.